Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. And on today's episode, we have some big news. Disney announced their reopening plan for Disney World. So they mm-hmm. presented their reopening plan. Um, from what I've seen, it's still not been officially approved by the governor of Florida, which is necessary for them to officially reopen. But Universal announced their reopening plan last week and has approval. So I think it's probably only a matter of time before Disney gets it. And only, and also Disney's opening almost like a month after Universal. It's it's taking a lot more time to open. Um, so I think that, yeah, approval is definitely imminent. Yeah, and so you know, for this episode, since you know it is kind of big news, we wanted to discuss it because there's a lot that came out with Disney's presentation to kind of like the the Orange County Reopening Commission. I'm not sure exactly what their their name is called, but there's a lot of information there. And then, you know, Disney released a few subsequent press releases that provided some additional information, but also kind of muddied the waters a little bit about what is really happening with the reopening and and kind of how all of this is going to work. It, it's not really as straightforward as, as it seems. I think, you know, like we talked about Universal, they're going to be opening June 5th, uh, I believe, right around there because they're having a couple days of just annual pass holders only, and then they're going to be opening the resort um, to the to the rest of the general public and you know Disney's following kind of a phased reopening approach as well but there there's just Disney's so much bigger than Universal right. there's a lot more moving parts with it and so there's still a ton of questions about what's going to be happening and so mm-hmm. you know I think we'll we'll do our best to kind of discuss what's out there currently cuz it is kind of confusing I'm confused about it but it could change by the time you're listening to this too well with anything having to do with coronavirus everything changes so very quickly so we could do this today and it airs on monday which is tomorrow in in our time and on tuesday it could be a little different so i mean just listen to it just a incentive to listen to it quickly so that the information's still current yeah and i think i mean we'll kind of get into this but you know the first thing is i mean disney announced originally that the resorts were opening with the hotels and then a day within a day updated their notification to remove all wording of the resort hotels opening and said that that was a mistake. So we're not even sure when the hotels are opening. So let's, I, let's kind of jump into it though. So what Disney announced is July 11th, animal kingdom and the magic kingdom will be opening. And then on July 15th, uh, so four days later, Hollywood studios and Epcot will be reopening and Disney Springs is already open uh, currently. And then they also announced that, the DVC resorts will begin to um, open on June 22nd. So the the DVC resorts at Disney World and Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground will begin opening June 22nd, and then the theme parks in July. So again, it's 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 a phase reopening, greatly reduced capacity, but there's no mention of the other resort hotels, and so. You know, it's a question of, okay, the theme parks are opening, but where are people going to stay? And, mm. you know, we actually, we had a trip booked in May that was canceled and we rescheduled tentatively for August. And I, I reached out to the, I did like the chat feature, reach out to the customer service on the website to see, you know, is the resort going to be open? We're staying at Art of Animation. Mm. Is it going to be open in August? Um, because, you know, like I said, it's kind of, 
unclear with the press release. And they came back and said, you know, we're not sure. So it, <laughs> it does not sound like that they have a reopening date for the resort yet. So it is very interesting. So I think a lot of people here, Disney's reopening. They're thinking if you have a trip booked for July or August, you're good to go. But there is a chance, yeah, the parks are open, but your hotel's not going to be open. Yeah, they might be trying to just kind of limit it to people who are within state to kind of keep the numbers down to see how things go with it, with things opening up. You know, they want to start with small crowds to make sure they can manage it, they can um, mitigate it, because there's obviously going to be issues whenever they open up. I mean, things are going to arise that they hadn't anticipated, and they know that in advance, so you know, they, th- I'm sure that they are trying to, they keep those, some of those resorts closed and then that will help them kind of keep the numbers low so that they have less unsatisfied customers. Yeah. And I think, you know, there was, there was talk beforehand that, you know, a while ago rumors that whenever the theme parks reopened, that it would just be, and this is universal Disney, SeaWorld, all, all the theme parks down there, but that they would just reopen for Florida residents only. Mm. Uh, you know, again, is a way to kind of just keep crowds low and then you don't have the risk of people traveling in and out. So this could kind of be Disney's way of doing that again, because, yeah, the theme parks are open, but none of our none of our resorts are open. And so it, it really is going to limit to people that can drive there or that can book another hotel nearby. But you're not going to have the tens of thousands of people trying to come in. No. I was a little curious about, you know, July 11th with the two biggest parks, Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, and then July 15th with Epcot and Hollywood Studios. And whenever I, you you know, I first heard this, I thought that's kind of interesting that they opened the two bigger parks first. You would think that maybe they'd start with the smaller parks to, to keep it small, keep it on a smaller scale, and then scale it up in the, after, you know, the four-day period um, and scale it up to the two larger parks. But then again, now I just had the thought, maybe they open the two bigger, I mean, I don't know about square footage area. I know Mag- Magic Kingdom's pretty big i know animal kingdom is by far the biggest of all the parks so maybe they're just thinking spacing wise you can space people out over the parks a little bit better if you open the bigger ones so i don't know what your thoughts on that are well, I was say epcot's definitely bigger than magic kingdom yeah just because huge. it has world showcase i mean just but then in again term, just in terms of acreage i mean most of that's a lake yeah i was gonna say yeah. how much of that is it actually yeah. inhabitable or not inhabitable but but to your point i mean magic kingdom definitely has the largest capacity i think why they're opening Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom first is, you know, one, Magic Kingdom is the most popular one. I think if Mm -hmm. they started with Epcot, which is half closed, and also (laughs) they announced Spaceship Earth is now closed. So, you know, they announced a few months ago that it was going to go under refurbishment at the end Mm -hmm. of May. People weren't sure with the parks being closed, with budgets being cut, whether that was going to happen. Well, it happened. They it's now closed mm-hmm. for refurbishment, so nobody got to ride it. You know, one <laughs> last time, and you know, so so Epcot has a lot closed. Hollywood Studios is is a pretty small park, so I think if they started with those, people really wouldn't be excited. They would be complaining. Yeah. We on Magic Kingdom, so I think it makes sense they open Magic Kingdom, and then to your point, Animal Kingdom, you have Pandora, that's extremely popular. Mm-hmm. So I think they open two of of the more spacious parks and popular parks and then the other ones i don't think people are really going to complain that epcot and hollywood studios isn't open because you know i imagine like epcot the big thing there is all the food and the festivals i imagine a lot of that stuff's yeah, going to get canceled say, I don't, or not be not i be don't happening. imagine that any of that stuff's going to be work i mean what food and wine usually starts in august uh, I, I, so i mean i'm wondering what's what's even going to happen with that 
Yeah, we haven't heard anything about that, but I would have to imagine and and kind of getting into more of what you know Disney has talked about. So they also announced as part of this that all new ticket sales and hotel reservations are on hold. So if you do not have an existing trip or tickets purchased, you can't buy them now. Right. And and why they're doing this? Unless you're part of the DVC. Correct. So DVC members can make can make new um, reservations, but nobody else can. And again, why they're doing this is because capacity is going to be reduced dramatically to the point that you're going to need to make a reservation for the park you're going to each day. So I kind of take that as park hopping is dead, at least for (laughs) the foreseeable future, because I don't see how they're going to be able to say, oh, yeah, I want to make a reservation for Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, and Epcot today. Because that's kind of unfair, especially when you're only probably going to be having 15, 20,000 people in the parks at a time. If you kind of look at you know what they're doing in Shanghai, that's roughly the numbers they have. How you're going to be able to say that because now if you let everybody pick two or three parks, you're limiting the number you can have overall. Maybe they have two parks. Maybe they say you can, if you have a park hopper, you can schedule two. Yeah. And, and maybe you have to do it as AM and PM. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like there's going to have to be time blocks if they do that. But even then, I think that's going to be almost too complicated for them. It's going to be some time, I think, before they allow park hopping. Yeah, I, I kind of think, exactly to your point, because of the reservation system, I think park hopping's you know going to go by the wayside for the foreseeable future. But yeah, but no new ticket sales or hotel reservations. So again, I think Disney's trying to work through their current inventory they have. And that may also be why they haven't announced what resort hotels are going to be opening. Because maybe enough people cancel and they say, like we're st- we booked at Art of Animation, Maybe Art of Animation opens, but um, the, the the French Quarter, maybe they move everybody from that hotel to Art of Animation, and they just yeah. open one resort. And instead of opening every resort, they try to consolidate to an extent, or maybe they try to divvy it up. You know, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I don't yeah. know if, if it's easier to kind of consolidate everybody at one resort. I think it's, it's operationally that's easier, but from a social distancing perspective, that's not. So then maybe they try to spread people out more. Maybe we get free upgrades to the poly. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I think <laughs> that's you, my dream. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be, you'd be hoping for that. But I think, I think they're trying to figure that out. And I think that's probably why they haven't announced when the resorts are going to be opening. And that's also why they're not allowing people to book new tickets because they're trying to work through what they have now. Yeah. And I, I can, I mean, I can only imagine even transportation is going to be a nightmare getting to and from the parks too, because you figure usually they pack those buses in the summertime when the crowds are high, they pack those buses full and they have multiple buses waiting, but you're not going to be able to do that. They're going to have to operate those buses on half capacity, quarter capacity in order to allow people to kind of stay away from each other. Oh, they're going to have to operate the buses. I mean, there's going to be five people on a bus because, I mean, it's basically going to be seats. Nobody's going to be able to stand on the buses. I will say the nice thing is, you know, if you're at a Skyliner resort, I imagine what they'll probably do is just one family per car. Instead of trying to get the six to eight people in a car, it's going to be one family per car. Wipe it down in between. Yeah, I was going to say, the dis- how, how long, though, on average, are those cars there? for them to be able to disinfect them in the amount of time that it takes them to pass unless they have, you know, five cars come in, you pause the whole thing, but that's just, that would take forever. So I'm cu- I'm curious what's going to happen even with the Give everybody line. hand wipes. Yeah, that could be, yeah, I hand them and then it's up to you to to disinfect. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. But I think, th- I think they'll have, you know, less people there. 
again, just kind of one family. I, I could kind of see that. I see a lot of people taking, I think minivans become a lot more popular because it's, it's much easier to wipe those down in between because once you're done with a trip, you just, the driver takes an extra minute or two to wipe it down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would probably prefer to take a minivan over getting on a monorail mm-hmm. or a bus where there's a lot of people yeah. you know, nearby. And we'll, we'll kind of talk about in a little bit what our thoughts are on keeping our trip in August or not. But, you know, I think that's one kind of consideration to keep in mind. But so the other thing Disney did, so again, you know, no new ticket sales. There's going to be this new reservation system. So with all of this, they have canceled everything. I mean, every, everything essentially is canceled. Any, any existing experience you had booked, any dining reservations you had booked, every fast passes, everything is being canceled through, they've said through the end of 2020. I have seen on some websites, there are some rumors that Disney has maybe told some travel agents. And if you are a travel agent listening or, or you have heard anything from Disney, you know, let us know. But I have heard some rumors that potentially some of this stuff is going to be canceled through September of 2021, that, that they're considering it. Um, again, they've only announced through the end of, of 2020, but um, but any, any dining reservations, anything has been canceled. And so we had dining reservations that have been canceled, mm-hmm. um, but experiences. So this is lightsaber building, droid building experiences. Again, fast passes. Um, not only are fast passes canceled, I think they're not having fast passes at all the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, it does sound like they are going to have dining reservations, but they're going to go to a 60-day window instead of a 180-day window, and it's all going to be under this new reservation system. Yeah. I, I mean, it's interesting, too. Like, we part of whenever they initially canceled our trip and gave us the option to rebook, we got um, a free Disney dining plan. And so... Yep, that's gone now. Yeah, that's gone also. So we were we were excited to kind of get a chance to try that out. I mean, that's considering whether or not we still go. But now they're offering us some a different deal. So maybe you could talk about that. Yeah, so with all the cancellations and everything, they also made the decision to cancel... All, all Disney dining plans. So if you purchased one, you're going to be refunded for it. If, uh, to your point, they had this offer that if you had a trip, uh, you know, March, uh, April, May, that you were uh, canceled due to the parks being closed, they offered you free dining if you rebooked. They've gotten rid of those, again, because they're not going to have the capacity to do this. So they said they're going to be offering you, I think it was like 30 or 35% off your room rate. And they're supposed to be slowly going through and reissuing those packages. So I'm not sure what that's ultimately going to be, but yes, they've canceled free dining as part of this. And I told Joe, 30, 35% off of your room rate, there's never been a better time to stay at the Poly. So, I mean... <laughs> You're really pushing hard for the Poly. I here. am pushing. And probably there's... I mean, I'm guaranteed there's listeners here who've stayed at the Poly. I have no idea. We have literally never been inside the Poly. I, just, I have. Well, we've, I've we've, been, we've, I've ridden, we've ridden the monorail through the Poly, I believe. But Oh, um, I've, I've been through it. Whenever I've gone by myself, I've... I've walked. Well, I've never been in there. I just there's something about it that just seems magical, and I just want to stay there. So, um, but yeah. So let me know. (laughs) Let us know if um, the Poly is as magical as I think it is. It is. I mean, it is a really nice looking hotel. I mean, the lobby at least is, and walking around it, it's pretty nice. But I I will say, you know, they're offering a discount. I don't know if that's off their standard room rates because 
you know, I mean, typically whenever you book a room at Disney, there's kind of their standard rack rate, and then there's they're always having some sort of discount. So, you know, let let's say the poly typically is a few hundred dollars a night. The typical rate might be five hundred dollars. So if they give you thirty percent off an inflated rate. Are you really going to save money? I'm not sure. I kind of think, though, they're going to give you as cheap a rate on some of the stuff as possible because, again, they need people to come back. I mean, mm-hmm. I was reading uh, an article. I think it was on the the Motley Fool. It's a uh, investing financial website. The I'm sorry, the Motley Crew. The Motley Fool. If you're an investor, if you invest in stocks, you've probably heard of it. So, so I was reading this article and and. You know they're they're covering Disney from a financial perspective, and they're basically saying, "Hey, Disney's not going to be able to kind of price gouge you." I mean, for yeah. lack of a better term, over the next couple of years. I mean, typically, you know, Disney has always really flexed their their power in terms mm-hmm. of pricing of of raising tickets every year, charging you as much as they can for everything because. 20 million people go every year and they pay it. Right. But now they're not going to have that. And so, you know, there was this talk that, and again, they were looking at it from an investor perspective that, hey, they're going to be hurting for a while here just because the theme parks are open doesn't mean everything's going to be better for the company because they're not going to be able to charge this kind of stuff. So maybe you do get a really good deal, you know, on staying at some $100 of these resorts. $100 a night at the Poly. We're going. <laughs> and again, who knows if the Poly is even going to be open because yeah. they haven't announced whether, you know, there's going to be, you know, reopening. Though I think the I don't think the poly is a, a DVC, so I, but I'm not not 100 sure on that. So, but the other thing is, so we mentioned fast passes are canceled, and extra magic hours are also being suspended. So, we're not going to be having any any extra magic hours on any of the parks, and we're not going to be having fast passes at all. So, going back to the dining and experiences, you are going to be able to book dining reservations and experiences again it's 60 days out instead of 180 but it's going to be under this new reservation system and i I know i saw a lot of people on um you know facebook groups or you know people like commenting on on some of these posts at disney that you know why did they have to cancel everything You, you know i had my trip booked you know why did all my dining reservations have to get canceled and i think really why disney did this is it was probably the fairest way to do it because if you have 50 people uh, with a dining reservation at, say, Beaches and Cream, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden you can only have 50 per- 50% capacity. Yeah. So you have 25 people that can keep our dining reservations. How do you decide... Who's going to be there? Yeah, 25 how do you decide, people? Joe, you get to keep your reservation, and Angela, yours gets canceled. So what they're doing is they're just saying, we're canceling everybody's, and then everybody will have the, the opportunity, opportunity to, rebook. to rebook. And I believe they're going to, again... They're not selling any new tickets. They're not selling any new packages. So people, if you already had an existing reservation, existing tickets, you're going to be first in line to kind of get this anyways. Mm-hmm. And and I also think, you know, they have to determine how many of these restaurants are going to be opening. So I think, it, you know, it was the easiest way to do it. It does stink that that's kind of how they did it. But right. if you think about it, it's it's kind of the fairest way of just kind of leveling the playing field and then starting from there. Yeah, it's going to create it. Everyone's going to be unhappy with it. But if you really take the time to think about it from their perspective, it was the best way to do it. So, yeah, I I think that, you know, as much as I hate losing our dining reservations, I think that that was a smart choice on their part. Yeah, and I think, you know, we I don't know if we've talked about this on the, the podcast before, but Speaking of the poly, we've been trying to get a reservation there to get to try their Tonga <laughs> toast. So I think it's the I think it's the Kona Cafe over there. And 
every time we've made a reservation, something's happened that we've either canceled it. Yeah. <laughs> I think one time we made a reservation and then our flight got changed. That was it. And yeah. so we, we couldn't get in as early as we wanted to. So we had to cancel that reservation. I think it was we the had a, same had, trip. Maybe was it ha- the same trip that I think we, we canceled the, tr- yeah, we had, we couldn't make the reservation and then it was, we, we ran the half marathon and I think we had planned, it was either the half marathon or the, the 10 K and we were so exhausted. We were like, we don't feel like going to get that Tonga toast. Well, yeah, I don't think we had a reservation that day, but we initially had a reservation. Our flight got delayed. We had a reservation in May when we were planning on going, that trip got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I moved the reservation to August when we rescheduled. Now that the Iron reservation has been canceled, you know overall, what? I think the universe doesn't want us to have Tonga yeah. or stay at the Poly. I think you need to to drop this Poly thing. <laughs> no, no, no. I think we just need to sneak attack it. So we cannot let them know we're coming, or else the universe will not will not allow it. So we can't make a reservation. No dying, just walk in one day. Just walk in one day, and then what? What the bus ba- breaks down? We the monorail stops poisoning. working. We get food poisoning. That day. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> We get Tonga Toast food poisoning. So no. I don't even know why I want Tonga Toast that bad. It's just, I don't either. It's a crazy thing. I mean, for those of you that don't know, it's banana stuffed French toast. That sounds amazing. Covered in cinnamon sugar. I think that's why I want it because it does sound amazing. They released the, the recipe for it. I think we may have to try to make it at home. Ooh. That, that may be a video we do. Ooh. But I want to try. I still want to yeah, try. Yeah, check out our YouTube channel. Yes, we are. <laughs> as of today, we're six subscribers away from 100 when we hit 100 hopefully we hit it at some point this week we'll be doing a special disney couposket giveaway i'm still i'm still pulling for us not to get 100 subscribers so i can keep the coupons because they're amazing it's gonna happen yeah we have an aladdin and jasmine one and then we also have an area we can give away jasmine because i already have her They're all they're but all they're all giving away. I, I, Hosts I think of the Enchanted Ears podcast are not eligible to win. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna create a dummy account. <laughs> I want to win Ariel. I want second place. I don't want first place. <laughs> no, you can't win. So no. But yeah. So so who knows? So maybe we'll get to the get our Tonga toast one day. Maybe we won't. But going back to the the theme park. So we mentioned extra magic hours uh, have been canceled. All of the parades. The fireworks shows, anything with large events, which I think we kind of talked about this, that this was probably going to happen, are postponed for the foreseeable future. Um, so there's not going to be any of that. There are going to be uh, masks. You have to be required to wear a mask. And they're going to have temperature screenings before you get into the park. So I- all that's going to be happening. And the theme park hours have been greatly reduced. So looking at like some days just in August, Magic Kingdom is only scheduled to be open from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., um, Epcot is from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Hollywood Studios is from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. And then Animal Kingdom is only from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. So they definitely are are shortening the hours, I think, for improved cleanings. And again, there's no need to be there at night because there's no fireworks shows. Right. There's nothing to do. So they're, they're trying to limit that. I think that gives them also more time to kind of clean the parks up. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, I will say that I think that there's going to be a very interesting group of people now that are going to get some very interesting tans down in in the beautiful Florida weather. You've been talking about this. <laughs> I want to I want to like once the parks actually open, hashtag enchanted tan lines. Hashtag enchanted tan lines to show us your your park mask tan lines. Yeah, you think everybody's going to come back with mask tans? I said I have I a do. beard, so it I my that part of my face went 
get much sun anyway, I, so it's not going to impact me. But you will look strange if we go. Yeah, I, I'm thinking I might have to just try to cover the majority of my face. Like, I'm going to have to get the biggest sunglasses to try to just and then wear just a hat. Wear a hat, yeah, just wear a hat. All right, so yeah, let's 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 kind of get into this. So. You know, we've, we've talked about, you know, everything we know. And again, there's going to be a lot of restrictions. You know, we can assume, you know, ride capacity is going to be reduced for additional cleanings. Again, there's not going to be any, any parades, any, any meet and greet characters. There will be characters, they said, throughout the park, just, I think, walking around. But there's not going to be any meet and greets. I still don't understand there, how they're going to do that. There's not going to be any... Um, any firework shows or anything. So how they're going to do what? Just like, walk have, around? Yeah, because people, I mean, I feel like people will mob them. Well, I think, and what they mentioned is they're going to be having a, like a social distancing squad. And I guess they did this in Shanghai. And they're kind of doing it a little bit at Disney Springs. They have stormtroopers standing on top of buildings, mm-hmm. talking to people, saying, Hey you, nice mask. Or like look why do all these people have their faces covered? Or you know, hey, mm-hmm. stay away from that person. And they're they're kind of playfully reminding people to keep distant. And I think that's kind of how they're gonna use the characters is maybe they have they won't be in areas where you can see them. So like you could have them how they have like shows on Cinderella's castle. Yeah. You know, where like you can't get to the characters but you can hear them. Maybe something like that of just they're kind of out saying hey remember to stay away from people or something um type thing but i I don't think that they're going to be out and about walking around like like they were in tokyo or anything i mean i think it's still going to be limited because yeah you're not going to be able to go and actually see them. i just keep picturing the people like yeah the people from tokyo because i if you if you haven't listened to our episode, I don't know. Did we get into this? I don't even know if we talked I think about. We it. talked a little bit yeah, about it. Yeah, just like it, their their style of um meet, character meet and greets, and like there were some that were in a certain place, and you waited in line, and you got to see the character. But a lot of the characters were just out and about, and you had to be pushy to get up and get your picture taken with them. And there were mobs of people around those characters, so it was a very interesting approach to a character meet and greet. Yeah, I don't think that's I don't think that's going to be the case. I think again, they mentioned that characters may still be in the parks. I think it's going to be pretty limited and I think it's just going to be as a way to kind of remind people, "Hey, you know, Snow White's going to be here telling you make sure you wear your mask and stay 6 feet away." I think that's kind of maybe more how they're going to use them. Yeah. You know, and again, they'll, they'll keep them in in places where you can see them, but you can't get to them. Again, like the stormtroopers are on top of a building. Yeah. in Disney Springs on on like a balcony. So you can't you can see them and interact with them but you can't actually go up well, to Stormtroopers are covered. I was going to say they're covered and also they're not the kind of character that you want to hug. It's not like you want to go up and and put your arm around a Stormtrooper. Yeah, but when they're walking around Galaxy's Edge, people get really close to them. I mean, when you have Kylo Ren and the Stormtroopers walking through, people are are, are close to them, but I don't think you're going to be seeing that, you know, in mm-hmm. in Galaxy's Edge. So Yeah, so it it is really interesting because so much of I think typically why you go to Disney World is not going to be around for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Um. I really. I mean. I think. I think all of 2020 you're not going to see fireworks or parades. At least all, the rest of 2020. Um. I I kind of feel like you know they haven't. I haven't heard anything yet on Mickey's you know not so scary Halloween party or the Christmas party. I kind of have to imagine that the Halloween party, which was going to start in August is not going to happen. 
Uh, I just, I, especially because that's a lot of character meet and greets. That's a parade. I mean, that's a fireworks show. That's what the Halloween party is. So I, I kind of think that's that's gone. I kind of think the Christmas party, you know, may be canceled as well. Because so, that's getting back towards cold and flu season. Yeah, and and so yeah, I think you know the question becomes, and that's you know we can kind of get into this now of do you go? Like if you have a trip plan, right. so we have a trip plan and we've, we've kind of been going back and forth on this is do you go to the parks? I mean, it's going to be a really weird time to go mm-hmm. and it is, it's going to be something to remember, but in the same respect, it's not going to be a Disney trip. I mean, you're, you're going to be wearing masks. You're not going to see characters. You're not going to see, you know, the Fire shows, shows you want to see. Cast, yeah. yeah. You're probably not going to get dining reservations because even when these things go back out, they're going to be really limited. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe you get to ride some more rides because park capacity is down. I'm, I'm not sure. Again, maybe you can't park hop. I mean, we park hop a lot. Yeah. I, I'm not sure whether that's going to be happen or not, but you might have you're, to be at one park the whole day. And um, not only that, I mean, you're not going to, the extended hours, you're not going to be able to do that. So, you know, at seven o'clock when you're used to getting ready to just kind of start ramping up for the rest of your day, now you have to go back to your hotel and find something to do. So either you're going to Disney Springs, you're going to sleep. I mean, you can't go to sleep and rise early to go to the park either because they're not going to be open early. So, well, they um, do have the park spaced out. So, I mean, Animal Kingdom, like I said, opens at eight. So it does, it, it closes the earliest, but it opens the earliest. So yeah. it seems like they do have it. But you can't park hop. A little bit. <laughs> so yeah, you but can't maybe, say like, oh, I'll go to ha- Animal Kingdom for the first like, like, you but, know, five hours. But maybe you could reserve, hey, I go to Animal Kingdom this day. That's early. Yeah. I'm, and again, I'm not sure. I don't know if you can park off or not. I mean, I think we're well, kind of, yeah, we're I'm, speculating we're, on yeah, that at I'm this assuming. point. But, but yeah, it, it, it's interesting. And uh, again, we, we've kind of gone back and forth on this. I think initially when we heard all the stuff getting canceled, we said, no, we'll, we'll kind of wait. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we'll reschedule for next year. Then, you know, thinking about it more, I'm kind of like, well, again, to, you know, to what we just talked about, I think it's probably going to be at least the rest of this year, possibly in the next year that there's not going to be character meet and greets, that you're right. still going to have to wear masks. And so it's like, do you want to wait two years before everything's kind of back to normal? Yeah. It, it's it's that whole debate that's going on right now, I think, of when when do you try to go back to normal? When is it ethical to try to go back to living your normal your, your life the normal way? And then also, when do you have to say, okay, this isn't going to be perfect. It's not going to be the way that I imagined it, but it doesn't mean it's not worth it. And so that's kind of, you know, those are the options that we're kind of weighing right now when we're thinking about our own trip because we're thinking, okay, well, you know, we're not going to get our money's worth exactly, you know, like you would normally get it in a Disney park. And we usually do like we'll usually do some sort of cool tour like Keys of the Kingdom if we're going to be down there for a couple days. And we were talking about a, a five day trip, which is we haven't done a five day trip in a couple years. We usually go down for a long weekend. So, um, you know, it's definitely a consideration for us whenever we're thinking about it. But yeah, now I think we're leaning more towards going. Yeah. And, and there's also, I mean, there's safety considerations too. I mean, oh, your, yeah. your health is a, you know, a big thing. I mean, you know, we're talking right now about, Hey, is it, is it going to be Disney enough to go? But I mean, there still really is the consideration of, of your health and safety. Now right. I do think they're going to be such reduced capacity. I think we could probably stay away from people for the most part. I mean, I think, it's not going to be packed. I think they will spread you out enough that you will be able to keep distance. Everybody's going to have temperature checks, face masks. They're going to have hand sanitizers. So I think from that perspective, 
I, I maybe not as concerned going to the parks. I think riding the rides, you're going to have to be careful of if you touch something, using hand sanitizer afterwards. Right. That is, again, transportation. I'd be leery of, of buses yeah. and, and monorails. I think the biggest thing, though, is getting there. So I think this is kind of where you know it comes in. And again, it, it's all kind of a personal you know, decision. I mean, I don't want to sit here and say, hey, I think people should go or I think people shouldn't go. I mean, it's really what you're comfortable right. with. But, but I would kind of say, I think if you have to fly, mm-hmm. it's, it's much more questionable. I think if you're local and you can drive and, yeah. and you go frequently, I, I do think I would be more comfortable with that because yes. you can really kind of control what you're doing. But having and to fly is is a whole other issue you have to deal with. I mean, if you're if you are an annual pass holder and you get to the park and you're like, you know what, this is getting this is uncomfortable for me. I don't think that this is a good situation. You can just leave. But if we're going down and we're spending all the money, we're going through the risk of of flying on the airplane, uh, and then we're we're uncomfortable with, with the situation. It's kind of we're, we are almost stuck. Um, so yeah, that's definitely part of the consideration. And another thing is what your work situation is. I know you and I were talking. And one of the things that kind of swayed us back toward maybe doing it is I am. They're, basically, they're talking about in Pennsylvania the education system going back to school. Like we are not going to be doing what we're doing right now, which is teaching online. So, you know, it's like. I'm not. We're not going to be able to quarantine any longer. Yeah, if we both start going back to work, it's kind of like we're going to be exposing ourselves. Yeah. You know, uh, right now, I mean, everybody's at home and it's like, okay, it's probably doesn't make sense to make a trip if you're trying to avoid people. But yeah, if you're, if you're going back to to work, yeah, if you're, if you're dealing with, with, you know, kids, every students every day and, and I'm (laughs) going back to work, like, it's kind of like, well, are, are you putting yourself at more of a risk? traveling to a theme park probably a little bit but again yeah. you're not and, avoiding it as much and another part of that too of course on the flip side is is others you know if if you're seeing if i'm seeing that florida is getting a ton of new cases um i am not going we're not going to make that trip because i don't want to personally risk getting sick myself but also risk bringing it back to where we live and infecting other people around us you know that's a big part of the social distancing is not just worrying about yourself but worrying about the people that are around you worrying about like joe's parents and my students so definitely i mean these are all things that you need to keep like keep in mind and things we're keeping in mind when we're thinking about our trip yeah and i think you know based on the timing of our trip we would be back for right around the two weeks before school would start back up like before you'd have to go back so there is that you know consideration like you said i mean it's not like we're going in the middle of the school year and then you'd come back right away and you could Mm -hmm. potentially be sick and not know so but but i think you know if you do have a trip plan i would almost say if this is your once in a lifetime trip to disney or hey we go once every five years this is our big trip plan i wouldn't go i would i would cancel it now and wait as hard as that may be two years until until everything is completely back and and it's you know we have a vaccine and we're kind of safe and ready to go you can you can go with full capacity you can make all your dining reservations there are parades there are fireworks exactly i I really think the people that it kind of makes sense and again it's all you know you know personal uh, in air quotes yeah Yeah. what what you feel safe with but who it makes sense for are local residents who who can drive there and people that go a lot Mm -hmm. like annual pass holders like i mean we've been lucky enough that we've gone to a a disney park somewhere in the world um (laughs) at least once a year for the past five or six years 
Yeah. And so we've gone to Disney World enough and we go, like you said, frequently that if we went for three or four days and we could only do half the stuff there, I think we could, we could still have fun. Right. It would still be enjoyable to go. It would be a unique experience to go see it. You know, we could ride, you know, we haven't ridden Mickey's Runaway Railway. We haven't risen, ridden Rise of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Ratatouille will be open soon or not, but <laughs> but there are a few new things that we could potentially do. But I would know that and it might be nice because there's less people in the park. So maybe possibly we'll be able to ride them with less of a, a weight right. than normal. But if this was something of like, well, if I go this year, I'm not going to be able to go for three or four more years. Yeah. I would wait because, again, so much is missing and, and you're going to have so many new rides the next couple of years with Tron and Guardians and all this other stuff that you're going to miss out on everything. Like if we didn't ride, you know, Space Mountain this trip. Mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a huge deal because we've ridden space mountain Speak for yourself <laughs> Just <laughs> but, kidding. but we've ridden it a ton of times <laughs> no, before no, no, you know I'm, I'm and kidding, so i yes. think it's i think that's kind of who it makes sense for and and i almost think again and maybe disney's trying to kind of almost force that one they're kind of forcing it for local people because if they don't open the hotels right away only locals are going to be able to go and by canceling so much stuff i do think you are going to get a lot of people that this was their one trip are going to cancel and then you're going to get people that go to the parks more frequently and that are maybe more forgiving for some of these things not being opened. And so from a customer service perspective, it's people that are kind of more understanding of what's happening. Right. And I I also think that, you know, your kid situation is something to keep in mind too. Like we don't have kids. We don't have kids. So, you know, we can, we can easily rationalize. Well, you know, I mean, well, pretty much reasonably rationalize. Like when, if Joe said, Hey, we're not going to be able to ride space mountain. I'm most likely not going to throw a tantrum. Like most likely. (laughs) Um, you know, depends on the day, how hot I am, uh, how hungry I am, but most of the time I'm probably going to be okay with that. Uh, but yeah, if you have a kid that they just don't understand that yet, they're, they, or I mean, sometimes parents, I've seen parents be super good at this and kids be super good at this too, where you're saying, Hey honey, like you can't do this because this reason and the kid's like, okay. I mean, if you, it, that's a, this is actually, maybe this is a great opportunity to work on that with your kid. But also I know that a lot of times on vacation, People just want to go out and have fun and not necessarily have to deal with that. So, you know, if you have small children who don't understand at this point or you think are going to have a hard time understanding, um, maybe you don't make the trip. Yeah. And so I think this is all leading up to us us saying we have no idea what we're doing yet. (laughs) (laughs) I think think we are kind of playing the waiting game at this point just to see. I mean, I almost want to keep my reservation. We haven't canceled yet. Whether we go or not, I want to keep it just so I'm almost in the loop on how this reservation system works. <laughs> yeah. You know, wh- what are they offering? Because, uh, you know, I am curious to see, you know, mm-hmm. what comes up. Uh, you know, again, are they going to get rid of park hoppers? But I, we don't have to. Uh, luckily, you have time. I mean. I think you said it was like July 11th. I yeah. Think you, you, said have, it was like- you have like you have like 30 days before. Um, before your trip to to actually have to like fully pay for it. So we have some time to kind of decide what we want to do. And, uh, and so, yeah, I think we're, we're kind of playing the waiting game and it it really is iffy and it is a difficult decision. So, Mm. I mean, you know, if, if any of the listeners, uh, if any of you have a trip planned, let us know, like, are you considering it? I mean, I put a poll out on our Facebook page of, you know, with all these restrictions, are you still planning on going? Are you going to postpone your trip? And like, 
over 60% of the people said, no, nah, I'd still go. Like I wouldn't postpone. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if all those people had trips booked or not though, but you know, right. if anybody listening does have a trip book and you're going or you're not going, I mean, let us know why. I mean, you can reach out to us uh, on our website, enchantedearspodcast.com. There's a, a contact us or a, a submit a question button on there. You can use either of those ways to kind of get a hold of us but but let us know i mean i'm kind of curious just to hear okay. from people that actually yeah. have trips I'd, booked i'd also be interested like maybe you know if you have a good reason that we didn't even think of we can maybe share it on the next podcast and talk about it uh, just bring it up briefly I and mean, we don't have to have a big long conversation like this but yeah I, th- I think that there's just so many things to consider and there's no way we came up with all of them so i'm sure that a lot of you guys have have really good input that you could give us yeah and if you do have any additional questions i mean we we tried to cover everything that Disney had released so far. Um, but again, it is changing very quickly. So if, if you have any sort of additional questions on how some of the stuff is going to work, um, you, you can send them to us um, through our website again as well. And you know we'll, we'll try to research them and answer them on a future episode. Or again, as something comes up in the reservation system, we're able to, to try making a reservation, we can kind of share that information as well. So yeah, exactly. So uh, this turned into a secret, is it worth it episode? It's like a pseudo, is it worth it? <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of did. And I think the answer is we have no idea. So, <laughs> so it, it, is a, it is an interesting time. I think we're heading in the right directions with the theme parks reopening, but we still have, I think, a long way to go exactly. um, to see. So want to want to thank everybody again for listening. I think we talked a lot longer than I thought we would about that. Um, I didn't think the episode would be this long. But we, when, it, we, when we were at 30 minutes, I looked over. I was like, okay, we're doing pretty good. Like, it's not bad. And we still talked for another 10. Yeah. So so thanks, everybody, You know, again, for listening this week and for every week for tuning in. Um, make sure you leave us a rating or a review if you enjoy the show, wherever you get your podcast. It really helps us kind of reach uh, a larger audience yeah. and, and kind of help grow, which, which it, it really does help. And as Angela mentioned, you know, check out our YouTube. Uh, there's a link to it in the the show notes as well. Head over there. We we post videos there we, every week. We do a lot of fun stuff that don't render well onto podcasts. I mean, sometimes there's overlap, but there's a lot of really good stuff that we can do over there, like quizzes and things that you can actually participate in or see. Or we're we're hoping to do some cooking videos pretty soon with some of these recipes. So definitely check it out. Definitely. And be sure to uh, follow us on social media, uh, Facebook, Enchanted Ears, and on Instagram, Enchanted Ears Podcast as well. So uh, thanks, everybody, again, for tuning in this week. Thanks for letting us your ears. And we'll have a great week, and we'll see you here next Monday. Bye-bye.